You're listening to the Back in History Class podcast. Covered up by the United States, erased from the textbooks, more than 500 innocent people forgotten by history. This is the story of the Mile High Massacre. In 1968, a village consumed by flames, taking away the innocence of over 500. People raped, murdered, and mutilated lay on the ground of Mile High. What began as a normal day ended as a massacre that the American people will forever be oblivious to. In the midst of the insanity of the Vietnam War, a respected group called Charlie Company from the United States military was sent on a mission to kill Viet Cong. They were dropped in the Quang Nai province, which was believed to be a Viet Cong stronghold. As they were walking around, they stumbled upon a little peaceful village called Mai Lai. Huts were scattered around, villagers were eating a quiet breakfast with their families, one they were never get to finish as soldiers arrived. They were all women, children, and elder men, no one that could defend themselves. They thought nothing of it as soldiers had walked into their village before, just to question them, then leave. This time, that was not the case. An order was given, a shot was fired, and chaos broke loose. The soldiers' morale was low. They had lost 28 men since arriving in Vietnam. They were a group of misfits, many of them addicted to drugs that the military was giving them most of them straight out of high school. They were just following orders. Lieutenant Callie was the one giving the orders. He commanded them to gather the villagers and inspect their huts. The soldiers found only a few weapons. Regardless of this fact, Callie ordered his men to begin shooting. The soldiers, despite being hesitant over the horrendous order, began shooting every villager within sight. They met no resistance. No one in the village could protect themselves, much less the others. Women were using their bodies as shields to protect their children. When they fell dead, the children would run, only to be slaughtered themselves. Their huts were set on fire. They ran out to escape the burning flames, only to be shot dead instead. The women that were not instantly shot dead were raped and mutilated by the soldiers. Some were as young as 10 years old. Throats sliced, hands, tongues, any limbs, hacked off, their hair ripped out of their scalps. Grenades launched into homes not yet demolished, just to see the villagers run out and be gunned down. Callie himself dragged dozens of people, women, children, anyone, into ditches where he would gun them down, going through multiple rounds of ammunition in the process. The screaming of the villagers was drowned out only by the roar of the machine guns. Bullet-ridden bodies laid skewed everywhere ranging from infants to old men, all slaughtered, all innocent. Even those not yet dead pretended to be, to avoid the wrath of the soldiers. Those pretending laid under the heaps of dead bodies, covered in the blood of their loved ones, praying that they would not meet the same fate. Children crying out for their dead parents were shot down instantly. The soldiers, covered in the blood of the innocent, killed over 500 that day. And yet, this can't be found in any modern textbook. The only reason the killing stopped was thanks to an Army helicopter pilot named Hugh Thompson. 
He was flying over the Mylite area and noticed the multitude of dead bodies scattering the ground. He landed his helicopter between the few villagers that were still alive and the bloodthirsty soldiers. Thompson demanded that they stop their vicious attack, even threatening to open fire on the soldiers if they continued. As the gunshots came to a halt, Thompson and his men flew the few survivors to safety. Hugh Thompson was not the only one in the sky that day. Ron Reidenhauer, a member of Charlie Company, that was not at the ground at the time of the massacre, saw the whole attack. When he got back to the United States, the whole massacre was kept in the dark. He thought that through time, the attack would be released to the public, but for a year, it was made unaware to the people. Ron wrote to many important people in the White House, asking questions as to why and when. His letters were sent to President Richard Nixon, the Pentagon, State Department, Joint Chiefs of Staff, and several congressmen, but received no response. Then he came to a realization that nothing was going to happen. The government wanted to keep this a secret, make the American people think the United States would not do such a thing, show that America was nothing like those other countries. But a year later, in 1969, Ron Reidenhauer broke the story to an investigative journalist. The citizens' response to this horrific event was not what anyone had expected. Some were angry and confused, but many of them were content with what the military had done. The government secret, now released to the public, started a trial that would forever be unfair to the 504 people that suffered and died at the hands of the Charlie Company, 200 soldiers at the massacre, 20 planning to be charged, 14 actually charged, but only one sentenced to life. Lieutenant Cowley, the one who commanded his soldiers to murder, was the only one actually given a sentence, which at first seemed fair for the lives taken that day. But what at once was a life sentence turned to 20 years, then 20 years turned to 10 years. Then he only served three and a half years in his own apartment. Even though this doesn't seem fair for all the pain and agony that he caused to the people of my lie, citizens of the United States were devastated when he was even tried for the crime. In the eyes of the people, he was a hero, someone that should not be questioned or reckoned with. People wrote him millions of letters and were locking themselves in cars until Callie was released for something that they believed he could never do. But as the trial went on, it was revealed that this was an accident. This was an act of brutality. What was once a peaceful village is now demolished. People once happy, now dead. A painful memory scarring their survivors forever. My lie, a place that was never known and never will be. A missing page from the textbooks that was never written and an unspeakable occurrence that the American people will never be taught. If this story can be unwritten, then what other stories were written off? Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune back in next week to the Back in History Class show for more podcasts and YouTube videos.